Welcome to The Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. We're two moms aspiring to create elegant spaces and gracious homes while dealing with real-life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us, and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. Trick or treat! It's the Halloween episode! Today on this show, we're talking about all things spooky. We'll take a look at how much Halloween has changed since we were kids, how we decorate our own homes for the holiday, and how Kirsten managed to find the most unattractive costume possible. Plus, werewolf bar mitzvahs, the Halloween moms we're envious of, and Graham's ability to turn Halloween into a 72-hour endurance event. All that and more on today's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And welcome to The Home Hour, everyone. Today, it's Halloween time. Are you ready to get spooky scary? Do you even know where that comes from? I know where I think that phrase comes from. It's from our favorite song. And I love that. Okay, so... Our shows have titles, everyone. Welcome to the Home Hour again. Sneak two. Our shows have titles. And so today we called this one Spooky Scary without even, it was like a mind meld Kirsten had. <laughs> because I'm not sure if anyone out there has seen the episode of 30 Rock where they sing the song Spooky Scary, Boys Becoming Men. No, no, no. You missed the best part. It's Haunted Bar Mitzvah, Super Scary, Boys Becoming Men, Men Becoming Wolves. <laughs> If you have not heard the song and you're living under a rock a doodle do, we are going to post it on our show notes. I wish, honestly, if it wasn't illegal to play it like as our opening music, I would totally <laughs> ditch the home hour music and just go straight to spooky scary. Anyway, for those of you who care and are listening, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween week. Not day. It's Halloween week. It's Halloween month. And we are talking Halloween today. And it is pretty funny that we both, without having any conversation, just decided to name the show Spooky Scary. And we both knew why. Okay. But before we get into all the exciting things that we have to talk about today with Halloween and what it looks like in our homes, we do have a partner. Yes, we have a partner today um, on the show, a sponsor, and we just want to thank Opinion Outpost for partnering with us today. Um, If y'all are not familiar with Opinion Outpost, we've talked about it once or twice on the show before, but... Opinion Outpost is a great company. They are there basically just to get your opinion. They work with products and company products and services before they launch to find out what it is that the consumers are wanting. So it's consumer surveys. And um, the nice thing about it is that you just take these online surveys, you take them from the comfort of your own home or, you know, just whenever you've got a little bit of free time or when you're sitting around with, you know, watching your kids pick up puzzles and trying many of the wonderful ideas we've suggested on the home hour. Or when you're recording podcasts, like I'm, <laughs> I'm doing opinions right now. <laughs> Focus, Graham. But since they know your time is valuable, um, they do reward you for taking these surveys. So you can earn cash, you can earn iTunes and Amazon gift cards, which I think we all need. Um, So what a great fun way to earn gift cards. Gift cards are like my favorite thing. Anything I can do to get some gift cards, I am all about. And the surveys are available 24-7. So if you are up at three in the morning like I am saying, what should I do with my time? Opinion Outpost. Earn some gift cards. Um, All the personal information, by the way, just in case you're wondering, is private and secure. It's totally free to sign up. This is not anything where you have to put in your credit card or anything like that. Um, And if you want to um, look look into this, please use our our coupon code, which is the home hour. So you're going to sign up today at 
opinionoutpost.com forward slash the home hour. Again, that's opinionoutpost.com forward slash the home hour. So you can make your voice heard and start earning some rewards. Thank you, Opinion Outpost. All right, Kirsten, today, no joke is my favorite. I can't lie. I love some Halloween. Absolutely love it. We're talking about all things Halloween. It's going to be a hodgepodge. We're going to talk about costumes. We're going to talk about what we think of the holiday, what we've done on the holiday, what we do, how much money we spend, how do we decorate, blah, 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 blah. But um, is it okay if I lead off with a little story? Uh, you just let off with a song from 30 Rock and blah, 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 blah. So at this point, I think there's the story is going to be a step up, Graham. Take it away. Okay. I love how I will. I want to know you like on a scale from one to 10. Where do you put it? Who else is on the scale? Like all the 10, holidays or just like an average yeah. Friday night? Right. On the scale. How high? Okay. I'm it's okay. two. My it's number two. Oh, man. Wow. That's a low blow to a great day. Wait, wait. Um, I'm okay, sorry. So it wasn't on the scale. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. You know what? I, I, jumped, I jumped off the scale. Being the- I jumped off the scale. You know what I did? I went into a ranking system, which I think is a better way to rank holidays. Um, no, but then we've got to start talking about other holidays. How much do you like Halloween on a scale from one to done? I like it as a nine. Solid. Okay. That's why you're my friend. I'm giving it a 10 plus, like above. It's busting off the charts. Here's why. So Halloween for me was not October 31st. Halloween was October 30th, 31st, and November 1st. And any smart entrepreneurial child should take heed and note. And parents, I would encourage you to pass this along to your children if you're listening. So I would ride the school bus home and I would have my costume ready to go because I think it's a fair rule to not give candy to children without costumes. And basically- Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty fair. And basically, I would change directly on the school bus. Like, I would put my witch's costume on, whatever it was. I'd have my paper bag with me, and I would hop straight from the school bus and go straight to work on October 30th, okay? And I had a clipboard that I would keep with me. And my clipboard had a piece of paper on it. And have I not told you this story? No. Okay. And so what I do is I would cover every single, we had a very walkable neighborhood. It was safe. Like my mom didn't have to worry that I never made it home from the school bus. That part doesn't factor into the story. Well, it's also your mom, you know. Right. Yeah. She wasn't really, she didn't really care. Um, And so let's, let's call it. loving my puzzle. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I would get straight off the school bus and I'd get my clipboard handy and I would start hitting the houses. And what I do is I'd ring the doorbell ding dong, you know, Mrs. Baker would answer. And I'd say, hello, Mrs. Baker. Are you aware that tomorrow's Halloween? Stop it. Are you ready? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to close the door. I've got my stopwatch handy. I'm going to give you 30 seconds and I'm going to ring the doorbell again. And I'm going to see if you're prepared for tomorrow. (laughs) This is just a test run for the real Halloween, which is tomorrow. Stop making this up. Um, what, why would I make this up? Halloween <laughs> is not for loser kids who just want to like be toted around in their parents' car. Halloween oh is for gosh. worker bees and entrepreneurial children. Okay. So that was the day before. I would clean up like two full grocery store bags of candy. Then Halloween would come. And of course, I was the creeper girl still ringing bells at like 1030. Like it would, st- again, straight off the school bus. Like my parents didn't see me for three whole days. Straight off the school bus, like hit the ground running. Didn't care. Didn't wait for my brother. Did never, never trick or treat it in a pack because a pack slows you down. And <laughs> 
Halloween is a solitary sport, Kirsten. You go, you hit the ground running, and you get as much as you can. I would do that. And for anyone wondering why I said Graham needs to be my business partner, I think we figured out the answer. She's a go-getter. Well, here's the money shot. Halloween is for like B plus kids. Let's be honest. November 1st is your day. What you want to do is you want to take note of all the elderly families and maybe even like the parents with like high school age or college kids because they don't want all the extra candy lying around. Right. And so then what you do on November 1st is you get off the bus street again and you go straight from house to house. You ring the door and you say, good day, Mrs. Baker. Thank you for the past two lovely days. I bet you have a bunch of extra candy lying around that you don't want anymore in your house. (laughs) Good news. I've arrived. I'm here to take it off your hands. Diabetes medicine companies that might want to sponsor us, Graham? Because I feel like question, you're going to be able to give some testimonials pretty quickly. Did your parents check your candy? I think that's like a newfangled concept. No, no. no. Was you know what? Checked. Last night when I couldn't sleep and I was done taking all my opinion outpost surveys, I started researching a lot about Halloween for this show. And it is really fascinating how. Now, I can't say like it's all pretend because then watch someone's kid will get poisoned. But like most of those were myths. In fact, there was one of these stories as I'm as I'm researching this. This is sick. But the dad said his son was poisoned and it turned out he was poisoned by a pixie stick that he planted. He he what? murdered his son. And then he only gave out mur- um, poison laced pixie sticks to, you know, to like make more evidence that there was a crazy person. Isn't that Why wild? Why are you bringing up all of this negativity on such a happy, hallowed day? <laughs> this, is, this is spooky, scary stuff you're okay. bringing in. Just like, to say that that really what it is, is most of it has been blown out. Most um, blown out proportion. Most people do not use this holiday to poison right, children. Like but only yes, one but, time someone handed out a candy apple with a razor and it was because it was a joke. Like we right. all knew the razor was sticking out of it. Right. But who's going to be the one who's going to risk their kid on the like, eh, it's probably fine. You know, oh, we all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No judgment. We like our I checked, Yeah. I checked candy today. But did you also trade candy? That was my other question for you. Like after you collected it, did everyone get to come over like in the days afterward? And did you sit around like everyone sat around in a big circle and like the kids who like sugar candy would trade, you know, the chocolate pieces. Is that still going on? We I don't know if it's that. still going on, but it was pretty much like the Chicago Board of Trade, like the trading pits. I mean, that's what it was like. Like, like I got I got milk duds. I got milk duds. Like licorice, licorice over on the left. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what it was like. It was amazing. That was me with my Whoppers. I would, I'll do anything to get rid of a Whopper. I oh, well, like yeah. Whop- well, good luck. Good luck trading that, that stock. You so, think no one <laughs> wants the Whopper. Nobody wants the Whoppers. That's hilarious. What was your number one score? Or trick or treating. I, I I think actually I might have to go back to our skill because I think this holiday may mean a little more to you. I don't remember candy from 28 years ago. I'm sorry to tell oh, you. Oh my god. Okay. So no brainer. Snickers. Like Snickers. Were the <laughs> child. Anyone to give away Snickers. And then like, I literally. I mean, it was my goal to just. It was my endeavor to get a whole paper bag filled with Snickers. Oh, but we haven't talked about Mr. Hagihara yet. Oh, Wait, are great. we ever going to so, get to like modern day Halloween? Or are we just going to tell grandchildhood <laughs> Halloween stories? I want to know if, well, um, these are like gentlemen who lived a couple houses down from us. And he was truly um, a Japanese immigrant who had come to the country maybe a few years prior. And we loved Mr. Hagihara. He was so kind. He was so nice. He was always doing something neat in his yard with topiary. But he did not understand Halloween to save his life. And he would give out full-size candy bars. 
<laughs> Do you have those people still who give out full-size candy bars? Yeah, I think there are people who are like living in a an empty nester community and are so excited when someone's grandkid comes that they're gonna they'll they'll go for the full size because there's seven kids coming that night. Maybe okay. if well, they're so, lucky. So I had an addendum to my three days of trick or treating. I actually had three different costumes that I had in reserve just for Mr. Hagihara's house. So <laughs> I would quickly change from witch to ghost to bat so that I could get three different full size candy bars specifically at that house. I love it. That's all I got. What's up in your hood? Um, How are you? Well, I'm good. We're just getting ready for Halloween. Um, Let's talk about Halloween as parents, Graham, because let's let's remember you do have two children who who love your glory day stories. But (laughs) you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. so what's it like you? So your kids come home from school. What are you doing on Halloween? How does it go down in Kirsten's world? (laughs) um halloween we i have to say i love our neighborhood we're really lucky to live in this neighborhood it is so fun there are so many young families in this neighborhood halloween is like you are getting in your car like i had a friend who who just moved about maybe literally three fourths of a mile away and she's like do you want to come over and we'll do a she just moved into the neighborhood and she's like in our old neighborhood we used to do this chili cook out in the driveway and then i'll go trick-or-treating together and do you want to continue that tradition and i'm like Oh, no, no, no. Under normal circumstances, of course you're my neighbor. Tonight, you are not my neighbor. You live too far to be my neighbor. Like, <sighs> there are so many people out and so many Halloween parties. I have like six so neighborhood far. parties to choose from because our neighborhood is just, it takes Halloween seriously. We shut down streets. Um, they've started bringing in food trucks. So the food trucks come in before the sheet, before the streets get closed, which is so fun. Um, but you, I mean, you can't drive. You can't get in your car and drive because you literally would be like... I mean, it's it's a mob scene. It's it's like That's when you so see fun. those you know protest marches. Like that is like what our neighborhood must look like from an aerial photograph. So it is a blast, um, but it's like you've got to commit. Either either you're saying someone is staying home and manning the house, and we are going to spend like a million dollars on Snickers, or right. you have to like shut down your house. So you, have you ever left the candy out front for just grabby hands? Because I would no, take it. It's, whole it's, bowl. it's, we, I mean, I did it like once and like 30 seconds later, we had no candy. So no, but uh, our neighborhood takes, it takes Halloween very seriously, which is funny because before that we lived in a gated community and about half the people were like snowbirds who just came into Phoenix for the winter and we would get like three trick or treaters all night. So it's, it's a totally different world, which is amazing because we lived, we moved like 10 minutes away. But uh, yeah, I think the neighborhood you live in plays a huge role in your kids Halloween experience oh yeah and the driveway that's why I don't understand like to oh yeah you've got that long driveway we have a we live at the top of a hill and our driveway is steep and basically no one will climb said hill but I in all the candy I just described that I'm eating and collecting blah 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 I think Halloween might have been like a weight loss endeavor for me because I there was no house that was a hill like if you turned your lights off I was going to double down my efforts and like bang on the door until you finally answered your door like I hit every single house and I took note of the houses that weren't home to re-hit them later so they'd not miss the holiday like just the commitment level isn't there from kids today (laughs) well here's another here's another factor though what I've really noticed is when you were growing up we would have like a class party, a class Halloween party, or like maybe our church would do something really small. Now mm-hmm. it is like I have two or three friends who throw annual Halloween parties that are a blast yep. and there's tons of sugar and maybe it's not trick or treating, but it's you wear your costume and you, you know, get there's really cool, fun Halloween desserts. Right. So they get that. They get a class party. 
um, they get uh, our church does like a church yeah, trunk or tr- treat thing. Our church does um, a trunk or treat. I mean, that's which is all. huge. This is not a small thing. This yeah. this is like, and I've read like the trunk or treat started as like an alternative to traditional trunk or treating because it was safer, it was controlled. But really, what's happened now is it's become an addition. So by the time the actual Halloween event rolls around, it's like the seventh Halloween event. My kids' costumes yep. are barely even, um, you know, oh, yeah. usable they don't even anymore. Care about the candy anymore? Like at the <laughs> At the end of Halloween, my kids are like, yeah, whatever, take it or leave it. We're just not that interested in candy. And because because we've been eating candy for the past 15 days, it really is amazing. Right. Well, last year, my daughter actually had to come home after about 30 minutes of trick-or-treating because her costume had ripped because it had been, you know, the seventh night in a row she'd worn it. So we had to switch and it was it was a lot of tears, but we ended up um, that's a good hack to have a backup costume. I mean, not that I went out and bought one, but I I had a she had a really cute to do from from her ballet class and I put her in a leotard in a tutu and some old ballerina slippers that were a little bit too small. I'm like, you're a ballerina. So That's great for a girl. But we Remember needed we that. We used to be brides and princesses. Just um, We were amorphous characters of girls. Like we were just brides or we were basic princesses. I think the only princess we had to go off of was Princess Diana. And I realized <laughs> the other day it was because, oh, I spent many years dressed as Princess Di. Because um, we didn't have Ariel or, you know, Belle or, and, you know, those came a few years after us. So we weren't like, two, those costumes didn't exist. That right. The idea of being generic up. princess as opposed to official Disney princess from this official Disney movie. Right. Exactly. Like there was no Jasmine for me to want to emulate. So. Well, Graham, I did do a little bit of research on some of the most popular costumes for 2017. So we should definitely talk about what our kids are wearing and if they're going to be dressed on point or maybe if they're um, a little more creative and thinking outside the box. But I think actually now would be a great time to take a little break um, because we have to tell our listeners about another great partner we have. Um, we have partnered with HelloFresh. They're sponsoring the show. And so we can't wait to tell you guys about our experience with HelloFresh. Yeah, we are thrilled. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the entire experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take about 30 minutes for everyone. And you could really have your kids cook and all the way up to seasoned home cooks. HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. I was actually hesitant about the packaging, but truthfully, I found it to be incredibly environmentally responsible with regard to waste, and it was way better than takeout. And we actually got to try it for free, which was unbelievably thrilling when that box arrived at our house. And we had the Melty Monterey Jack Burgers, which were unbelievable for our family because my boys both love hamburgers, but ours came with zucchini fries. And I don't know about you, but I usually just kind of out the freezer fries and I made my own zucchini fries with a panko crusting and the kids actually tried zucchini last night so that was huge and then the other thing that was fun was there was kind of a um onion tapenade topper that came on the burgers and I could dress it up for my husband. So we kind of got to eat like a fancy gourmet burger with a side of healthy vegetables and the kids got to try something exciting. So we are sign seal delivered on HelloFresh. Yeah, no, we had we had a really good experience too. You did you did the family package. You did the family plan. We did the classic. Um and I got to do the classic beef chili and it was delicious. And I have to say um the ingredients were exactly what you said. Like there was no waste, which was good, but um the instructions. I am 
the kind of person who develops ADD halfway through a recipe and you do not do that. It was so easy to follow. Um, and I've toyed with the idea of one of these meal services before and I've just never bitten the bullet before. Oh my goodness, it is really fun. And the um, it was fun to see the way they had the pictures of each of the steps of the recipe laid out. I mean, my husband, who is not a cook, never cooks, walked in and it was kind of a little bit of a chaotic moment. And I just had to get the kids settled. And he's like, can I help you? And usually when he says, can I help you? It's like, if I have to explain, it's just not gonna be worth you know the trouble just because he's not a cook. But I'm like, yes, I'm on step four. Pick up step four. And he just picked up step four. I walk back. He's like, yeah, I'm on step five now. And it was it was so fun. And it kind of created a sweet little family moment around cooking. It um, was we fun. enjoyed. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, are you going to be kind of offended if it's better than your cooking? And then I <sighs> kind of had to ask myself, will I be? And I'm and uh, he's like, sorry, it was better than your cooking. Yeah. And <laughs> so here's the what food I... was actually delicious. It was really significantly better than the food I would have cooked on my own. It was yeah. a really good meal. And the meat was very high quality. Um, no, we had oh, yeah, it was, was totally really top of the line, quite yeah, enjoyable. Everything delicious. showed up cold. But I would just say for anyone listening, like if you've never tried one of these box meal delivery services, try out HelloFresh.com. They're giving our listeners thirty dollars off your first week, so there's almost really no reason not to give it a try. Put in the code HOMEHOUR30. So for everyone who's listening, HelloFresh.com, HOMEHOUR30. Give it a whirl. See if you like it. I think you will. Yeah, it really, it was a lot of fun. And the truth is I was sick all of last week. So we did a ton of takeout. Oh my goodness, takeout is so expensive. This ended up being less than $10 a meal. And you know, if you, you choose a plan that's two nights a week or three nights a week, you know, um, you wouldn't be like an every night thing. It would just sort of be a fun way to jazz up your weeks, make make you a little more intentional about cooking. And, um, and you know, again, just give it a try. Um, hello, uh, hello Fresh and the promo code is HOMEHOUR30. All right. Well, Kirsten, I want to get back to hearing what your kids are going to be dressed as for Halloween this year. My kids are, well, my oldest is undecided. My middle child wants to be a sumo wrestler, which he's been actually saying this for like two years. So I think it's kind of legit, but it sounds like it sounds expensive, cumbersome, irritating to me on every front possible. And And then my my younger, my youngest, my my only girl wants to be Tinkerbell. Um, now, here's the thing. My number one advice for parents listening and my number one rule is we do not buy our Halloween costumes until like a week before Halloween because inevitably there will be many changes. The evolution of what I want to be is going to ebb and flow. I mean, we are going to change our minds. So, um, so I don't let my kids pick until right at the very last minute. However... This summer, we went to Disneyland. And if you've never been to Disneyland with your children, especially your your daughters, well, really just your daughters, you have to bring them in a Disney princess costume. Um, did you did you know this, Graham? Have you been to Disneyland with the kids? You went with your oldest, right? I've seen. I've seen a lot of girls um, in those Disney princess costumes. Okay, yeah. So every girl is in a Disney princess costume or she's crying saying, where is my Disney princess costume? So you go in your Disney princess costume. Or you go to Disneyland and you think to yourself, I've already spent a absolute fortune. And if I don't buy a Disney princess costume here, the entire experience will be ruined. So in for a diamond for a dollar, I will buy this. So when we were there, we did not go in a Disney princess costume. It's a long story, but it was the last minute trip. Um, and so we ended up buying my daughter a Tinkerbell costume, the world's most expensive Tinkerbell costume, mind you. So, um, so she has her costume already, but it's been 
it's been packed away. We said, after we got home, we said, we're putting this away and this is just for Halloween. So she's not allowed to wear it. She's not allowed to think about it. Um, but she is going to be, we are going the route of the Disney princess-ish. Disney. That's genius that you were able Fairy. to put it away successfully. So she'll enjoy it. That'll be oh. great. Oh, yeah. And her birthday is in mid-October, too. So the fun thing is, is we uh, my mom asked what she wanted and we got her like all the accessories. We got her like the light up wings and the light up um, wand and the light up shoes. And so it was her birthday present. And it's going to kind of reignite the excitement for for Tinkerbell. But yeah, that's my biggest piece of advice is do not fall for this mid-September. I want to be because I guarantee you they're going to change their minds 17 times between that and Halloween. Agreed? Agreed. Capiche? Agreed. <laughs> I want to hear what your kids are going to be, because I did a little research on the most popular trending costumes of 2017. Ooh, and let's see tell. how cool our kids are. The or oldest? how unique and original our kids are. <laughs> um, okay, let me just backtrack, because this year we're going mainstream. I've got a Harry Potter seven-year-old, and I've got a Spider-Man four-year-old. But this is a delightful trend in my family, because if anyone who knows my seven-year-old knows that he was very obsessed with an obscure like Chinese-made app for the past few years. <laughs> and so for the past two years, he's been characters that nobody's ever heard of. So <laughs> last year, he was someone named Neishi. And he would walk around. It was so it was half. It was a lion face with like a sorcerer's cloak. And he would walk around to his class and be like, how come you don't know who Neishi is? How come you haven't heard of Neishi? And a character named Pandolf, which was picture Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, but with a panda face. So <laughs> wait, wait. is this is this a, did he make this up or is this an actual no, thing? It's from this weird app that he plays called Monster Legends. And he was obsessed and he thought the rest of the world knew and loved Monster Legends as much as he did. And so we have never been anything mainstream. And finally, I'm like, Harry Potter sold. I will order you your costume. Like, best one I can find, buddy. I mean, you're finally being someone that the free world has heard of. <laughs> I had Harry Potter last year. Harry yeah, Potter's so a good any, one. And it's funny. better than Nasha or Pandolf. Well, it's funny you said Spider-Man because Spider-Man is in the top four and it's in the top four um, for children. Now it's number five for adults, but it's funny because they list out this is um, according to the Nat National Retail Federation and um, and they have like action superhero is number one for children. But um, and then they also have the Marvel superheroes as a, as a whole other category. And that's number seven. Um, but there's a little asterisk, except Spider-Man. Spider-Man gets his own line. Spider-Man is huge. I remember being at a Halloween party like two years ago and there was like 17 Spider-Man. It's like, just grab a Spider-Man and take him home. It's bedtime. <laughs> Spider-Man's bedtime. Like adult Spider-Man? I think we've talked uh, about adult, adult Spider-Man Spider is a thing. That's the thing. Wonder Woman things. made the list as an individual this year because of um, because probably of the popularity of the movie. Wonder Woman is in there. And that's a top 10 for both adults and children. Nice. So that's a big one. Disney princesses came in as number eight. Here's one that I was a little bit surprised by. And here's this is where I think this is skewed. This is like all the two year olds who don't get a say, right? Animal, cat, dog, monkey, etc. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So I think the question I pose for you is, are you going to be the mom that dresses up as a kitty cat and dress and like, do you dress up? What is what's your what's your plan? What's your MO? We dress up like every like five or six years when there's a really fun party that we want to go to or something like that. But we are not we're not the parents who dress up. I love those parents. I think those parents are awesome. I look at those I parents and I'm like, 
I look at those parents and I'm like, you know what? My kids are only little ones. Like, why did I dress up? But I just, I forget until I think that it becomes the most important thing in my life at about two o'clock on the 31st. And unfortunately at that point, I'm out. But it is, I love those parents and I want to be those parents. Have you guys ever been, here's the family I aspire to be. And I think you know what I'm going to say. I want to be the family that does a family costume where we're like, you know, my daughter's Dorothy and I'm the Wicked Witch and then my husband's a scarecrow and no one ever wants to do a family costume. I love the people with the two kids and the baby and they're the Incredibles. Like, kudos. If you are listening and you are that family, send us a picture and we will repost it on Instagram. Yeah. Like good to you, job. You're cool and you're awesome and you get gold stars in our we book. Love yeah, it. I wish we were those guys. We're not. We're not. And how did you do it? Like, is there bribery involved? How did you get all of your kids to agree on the same costume? I think it is awesome. Totally. Uh, email us hello at the home hour. Like, how do we get that going? Yeah, <laughs> see, nobody likes my costume. So two years ago, I went as a postal worker, which I thought was like a great, unique costume. And I really I ordered an official T-shirt from the USPS website. Like they'll actually give them you postal outfits, which seems a little shady, but I made all these like cards for people to hand out that had silly notes on them. Like, and I kept, and I had a postal bag and I kept handing them out and they had really just like appropriate slash inappropriate things on them. But everyone, what to do with them? They just kept handing them back to me. Right. And I was so disappointed because I was like, no, I really mean for you to keep this card and open it and see what's inside. So that was kind of a bust. And then I think a couple years ago, I went as Instagram and put all this instant. (laughs) That's hysterical. Yeah, well, you know how I feel about puns. I love puns. You love puns. puns. Right. And it's ironic because I don't really even use and or like Instagram that much. No, I like Instagram. (laughs) It's fine. But I had all these packets of Sanka instant coffee that I like pasted all over myself. And nobody liked that either. Yeah, I do. I do love the people who you realize are really smart on Halloween. Like, yeah, it's a way to show your brains. Like Halloween is like a time to really get your game going. Well, it's a way to show your brains or it's a way to show something else. So let's talk about Halloween and the the dirty little secret of Halloween. Shall we say inappropriate mom costume? Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the question is now as a mother of a daughter, you don't have girls, so you don't understand. It's amazing how quickly and how young these costumes get overly sexualized. Like crazy. Like why does it need to be sexy, Dorothy? There's a... One of the costumes that was big for this year is Pennywise from It. I guess that's his name. I haven't even seen It. I not read it. I don't know about anything about It other than it's like a whole, you know Stephen King horror movie. But they made a sexualized like It. It's a scary costume, yeah, right? No, it's scary, scary and sexy, and it's like awful. They're just so kooky. They made a sexy um, Eleven from Stranger Things. I don't watch Stranger Things. My husband thinks it's the greatest show ever, but. Um, I made a sexy version of like the little girl. Like, why? Why? Does everything need to be sexy for like a fourth grade girl? My goodness. Yikes. That's the world. I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. I have to say, I'm glad we don't have. Yeah, that's tricky. That's a lot to deal with. I don't I don't have an answer for that one. Now, the flip side is if you, for some reason, happen to be listening to this as a college student, go ahead and dress sexy. Because let me just tell oh, yeah. you. Are, do you remember the story I'm going to tell? Do you? Which one? Okay, so one year, I don't know what had gotten into me. All my roommates were going as as um, spies, I think was their costume, which basically just meant tight little black dresses and like and like fake head earphones. Like they, I think what were you a secret service, like sexy secret service or something, something along those lines, like sexy James Bondy, whatever. And I'm like, I am done with this. Like, I don't need that kind of attention. So I went as a pumpkin. 
<laughs> you did. Oh, I forgot about that costume. That you guys, cool. when you walk into a fraternity house and everyone is dressed sexy, and you are wearing literally a pumpkin costume. You were, and you wore it with big, thick black tights. I mean, it was yeah, no, it was not sexy, sexy pumpkin. Yeah. It was and like then, the same pumpkin costume I ended up putting my first, my like first baby in their first and second Halloweens in. Ooh, hilarious. no. If if you're 22 and you're super cute, fine, be sexy, but. No one should ever dress like a cute pumpkin unless you are still in diapers. That was a disaster of a costume. You want to look cute on Halloween, but you don't want to look... Right. Like you're putting, you're trying too hard. Like you're trying too hard. Great way to put it. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's tricky. It's a, it's a tricky balance. I mean, that's a balance balance. we go through every day. All right. So here's my question for you. Do you eat your kid's candy? Duh. Okay, so that's like a universal mom thing, right? Because like, I will raid. I mean, it's no holds barred, and my children will cry. I don't eat candy. <laughs> just, just kale for me. Yeah, just I mean, kidding. October, <laughs> I eat so much of their candy; it's not even funny. Because I feel like that makes hopefully that's the only thing I can do to inspire them to work harder to collect more. <laughs> Is like you have to double down because the boss woman's taking twenty five percent. Okay, well, on the other side of that um, of that coin, for people who are not aspiring to get their children to eat as much candy as possible, have you heard of the book called Switch Witch? No. Okay, so you're going to hate this book, but I think most of our listeners will be happy to know about it. Um, But it's a book we'll link to in the show notes. And basically, the premise is there is a witch who comes to your house on November first, and she will switch all the candy for one little toy. As you know, November 1st, it's okay. Yeah, I'm the switch witch. <laughs> We're going to link to this. If you are trying to limit your kids' candy consumption, we will link to this in the show notes. Graham will not be getting this book unless... unless. <laughs> yes, totally. I'll totally come to your kids' house on November 1st and take all their candy. No problem. I love candy. Love it, love it. Like... My husband, he's very good to me. Like, he even knows, like, the times that I need sugar candy. It's Pavlovian. Like, if we go to a show, I get candy. You hear me? Yeah. Candy's great. Okay. So, do you... How about decorating our home? I don't do... I, like, we don't do as much as we could possibly do. What about you? I mean, like, spider webs and inflatables. Love them. Like, just love it all. Love it all. Do you do Maybe. inflatables? Which we did, is what I'm saying. I would like to add some inflatables, but I appreciate inflatables. Um, yeah, we do like nothing. You know what it is, is October is a tricky month for our family because we have so many birthdays in the beginning of the month that I feel like my focus is all on birthdays. By the time the birthdays are over, it's like October 15th. And at that point, um, just too much. Like I've got now just focus on I'm just focus on fall I'm fall forward at that point. The moment that Halloween's over, you've got to take like the horse strong carriage with the headless horseman out of your front yard. Like it's got to go ASAP, right? Right. I'm like a harvest pumpkin, not like a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin, just because I'm lazy. I, I get yeah. we get I get hardcore Christmas. Christmas is when my my decorating skills come out. So I don't do too, too much at Halloween. Um, OK, right. I want to talk about letting your kids go trick or treating themselves. Obviously, this would be, um, you know, in relation to your children's age. What about when is that OK? Is that OK ever? I don't know. Our My oldest is nine. Your oldest is eight, seven, seven. seven. So. Yeah. Um, it's not a bridge either yet. one of us had to have had to cross yet, right? We have not. Yes. But I think it's important. I mean, you know, at some point in time, I obviously was doing it at a young age, but I don't know. I don't know what people are doing. Um, if you let your kids go or like if you let them go in a group where they can kind of self-supervise or let them go for an hour in a designated spot. I mean, 
I can tell you one story that we had when we lived in D.C. on Capitol Hill and kids, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids would come to our house. We lived on Massachusetts Avenue and Capitol Hill. So it was like a, it was a grand thoroughfare. It was one of those places you lived where we were just renting. You know, we didn't even have children yet. And we had a big pot of meatballs on and they were like, they were all like, what you making for dinner? And we're like meatballs. And this random family came in and had like a big meatball dinner. And we were thrilled to do it. And so um, we would have kept it up year after year if they if we hadn't moved. But it is so sort of true. Like I have gotten to meet some neighbors through Halloween more than maybe I had before. You know what I mean? People are just like, well, we're knocking on each other's doors and giving each other's kids candy. Come on in and, you know, have a drink. And yeah, you know, and it's funny because all these houses you walk by all the time and then you finally go inside and you get to know people. So I also like, you know me, I love community. I love getting to know my neighbors. So I think that's one of the reasons I like Halloween is just because like a very neighborly event. It's a very like get to know your neighbors event. So I, I love completely that. agree. And I think that's part of like the home hour, right? The ethos that we have is we love parties and hosting and meeting people and community and maximizing just, our candy efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> Stealing as much chocolate as we can from the neighbors. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think this has been fun. I've enjoyed chatting with you about Halloween. So Graham, what's the million dollar question? What are you going to be for Halloween? I am going to be a mother trying to get as much candy as I can and trying to keep my children from getting run over by speeding cars. I'm going to be a traffic woman. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a traffic woman. I'm going to be a large bag where I just hold things that my children toss at me. I'm going to be a safety monitor and I'm going to be a candy tester. I'm going to be a watchful eye. I'm going to be a wine glass holder for myself. I don't know. What else are you? What are you going to be? Actually, I didn't have a costume, but yes, all of those things, all of those things. I love that. And um, and I want to give a special little, you know, just word of encouragement to the new moms out there. Um, these are your best Halloweens. Enjoy them. Don't you think the best Halloweens, in my this opinion. This is happy good stuff. I am the, pumped. I love you, the holidays. Like, right, right. No, no, no. Time. But I it's think good. like when you have little kids... You get to pick their costume and you get to take them to three houses and they think that's the experience. Then you get to go back with your friends and have a little party and drink a little wine and call it a day and wrap it up at a reasonable hour. I mean, maybe Graham doesn't like that because there is a little bit of less candy situation going on. Although now you can drive yourself to a store and just buy candy, Graham. But um, but yeah, I loved those Halloweens. I felt like those were the best you know now I am like worried about safety and worried about like wait don't go with your friends be careful be careful and um, and all of those things and now they're dressing in costumes that are you know sometimes we're like no we're not gonna do that costume or all that so I love those early years of Halloween I like them all love them all <laughs> so all we can say is happy Halloween from the home hour thanks for listening to another show and if you'd like this please leave us a review on iTunes we would so appreciate it if you could do that for us Welcome home. Welcome home.